hockey, nobody can stop me. My high school team, I was playing on the top three. Now my son is scoring piles. You know. Welcome to the Youth Hockey of High School Hockey Podcast, brought to you by the Red and Black League. I am Danny Ryan, joined with you in studio, Tony Scott. How you doing, Danny? Good. And Carl East, sounding a little bit better. I think the tin can's working this year. Yeah, we got some new string. To, so we stretched all the way from Duluth down to the Hawaii Mothership in Bloomington, and so I think we're working a lot better this year. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. We will be let our uh, our uh, people on the message board and around town be the judge of that uh, later on tonight. Yeah, I guess uh, let's start off the show. I'm excited. Um, season started yesterday with um, tryouts and everything. I don't have to apologize to anybody yet. Which Not is... yet. Well, <laughs> we should apologize for tweeting that we were going to have a, a podcast about 10 days ago that went down the tubes because of sound issues. But I think the sound issues are all corrected and we're ready to roll. Yeah, it's what happens when you forget to do a sound check, I guess. Yeah, well, it's a new system. The new the... system, I think, is people are going to like. Hopefully. Apparently, I found it lovely. <laughs> yes, you did, Carl. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't. Okay, Carl, how about you break some of those lovely airwaves and um, give us your Class 2A Top 10. Let's break that out. This is the first release of the Class 2A Top 10, right? It's not on the forum yet, correct? No. Right. They won't go up till tomorrow, which is Wednesday evening. So, so without any further ado. All right. Number one, Edina. No argument here. No. I know yeah, I mean, the argument coming soon. <laughs> and you just look at Edina. They're such a complete team, top to bottom. They have, uh, I'd say, two Mr. Hockey, possibly front runners now that Blake McLaughlin has left. Got in uh, <clears throat> Sam Walker and Kumatsis, whose name I'm going to, going to spell right all year after an incident that I had on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Um, a great Beautiful. defensive group, and then uh, so, and this is just such a deep team. So I think they're the clear number one preseason. All right, who's number two? Number two, I've got Duluth East. I'm not sandbagging them ah. this year. I'm sticking them at number two. Wow, that, that's impressive, it. Carl. I I don't know what to say here. I'm in shock. My jaw is on the ground that Carl actually put Duluth East where they should be. <laughs> yeah, that was rightfully so. He, he couldn't have argued. That's why I, I had my gun all ready. <laughs> I think you could feel it all the way down here. I was going to just blow you up had you not done that. <laughs> had to disarm you somehow. Yeah, but yep. I mean, you look at this Thank team; you. they return all all nine of their forwards from last year's uh, team. That you know put to double overtime with the state championship, the state champion. Um, solid defensive core. I think some question of how well they'll hold up in their own end. Probably the biggest issue, but and a new goaltender, but I think they're very capable players in every spot, and we'll see what they have to offer. All right, I think the number three is a foregone conclusion as well. Let's hear it. Moorhead. Yep. Mm-hmm. No arguments from no. this side of town. Well, well, this is boring. I know. Well, we'll get there. There's Now we're going to get there now. Well, maybe after <laughs> this maybe one I... won't be, but after this one it won't be. Yeah. Uh, do you want to justify Moorhead at number three or because of the reigning runner-up and yep, the turn basically everybody? Yep, you, you just said it right there. I mean, they've got pretty much everyone. I mean, really the top five teams that I have here, I think they all are they're very complete teams. They return a lot of players. They have no obvious weaknesses at any position. It's just 
everything looks good. And I think those five are clearly going to separate themselves from the rest, at least at the start of the season here. And I so think we'll, another, what, I think another reason why they're so complete is they also don't have a huge amount of competition in their section either. No. Mm-hmm. No offense to Cloquet or Duluth Marshall, but I don't think those are, you know, top five quality teams. Well, you talking about <laughs> East there? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, who's number four? Number four, St. Thomas Academy. Yep. Woo. <laughs> and again, Talk for many of the it. same reasons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, great top line with the Christie brothers and Peyton Matsui. Good, good depth at forward. Capable defense. Uh, I think they're a little behind the other ones just because there's some question about their playoff track record recently. But at the same time, a lot to like and a section where they're probably further ahead of the number two team than anyone out there. Well, I'll say this. Um, yeah, I, I think one of their question marks would be on the blue line. And it's not, I mean, we're talking compared to their blue line to Eastview, Rosemount, Jefferson, Egan, it's top of the world. Yeah. But comparatively to the other three blue lines and Edina, Duluth East, and Moorhead, yeah, they're they're definitely a little bit behind there. I'll bring up my concerns in a couple of minutes. We'll okay. talk about them. That's your number five. I think I know this one, too. Go number ahead. five, it's Minnetonka. Yep. yep. Like Another, now we're going to get juicy. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We'll roll right into it. Number six, I've got Eden Prairie. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Well, not. <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, no, keep going. I'll, I'll... I have a number six. I, I can, and it's going to get me in trouble eventually. It gets me in trouble pretty much every year. Is it called Centennial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, think Carter. I was like lived in Centerville when in a previous life, or something. But I think now the return a really heavy senior laden class. They have their two big guns. I think Centennial is deeper and better than Eden Prairie. And again, they don't have a real big roadblock in front of them in their section, where Eden Prairie has a major roadblock, a couple <laughs> of major roadblocks in their section. But go ahead, I'll, I'll, I'll accept yep. number six, and I will publish number six on our website when yours goes up. So Yeah, and, and I would buy your, your argument for Centennial, because I was actually debating that and do have Centennial at number seven. Okay, okay. all right, we're yep. good then. And I would have mm-hmm. had it, I would have probably had EP at eight. I mean, it's at seven, seven. so seven. we aren't far that far, that far apart. We're too much agreement here. This, this is worrying. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And number eight, got Holy Family. I know that'll get Danny going. I I just I'm not convinced about them yet, but I'll I'll talk about them too shortly. Well, when we do the section by the section, section. Yeah. Two double A will be take up probably eighty percent of our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, loss of defensemen uh, on their blue line wasn't a concern to you as a pollster, huh? Ah, uh, well, it dropped them maybe a couple spots from number six or so, but I, I think they still have a fairly deep group. They are, you know, it doesn't maybe have the the real high-end talent they would have had with Tabor and Marooney in there, but still very pretty deep and solid core with, you know, Zimmer, um got Simonson, Charchenko. It's not that, a bad D at all. Yeah. All right, now this is where you, I think this is where you earn your money, Carl. The nine and ten, mm-hmm. there's lots of there's between nine and here. fifteen, and so I can't wait to see. Are you going to go best team available, best team on paper, or are you going to go what I always do? I always take the team that I think will be in the state tournament. 
Or is Carl going to wear his Duluth East hat and dog another team out of Section 7 AA? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear it. No, this one might surprise a few people. They got Hill Murray at number nine. Whoa. That's a little surprising. Okay, so are we, can, I, can I talk about why Hill Murray will be good now? Yep. Or I, I have a lot of people that in the hockey community that have sent their eighth and ninth grade sons to uh, Hill Murray this year in hopes mm-hmm. of what it, you know, yeah. high school hockey glory, right? You should yep. see the list of players that are trying, not just the eighth and ninth graders. I mean, they have. 83 kids trying out for their team. They're all students at Hill Murray. I'm hopeful that they can come up with nine forwards and six D that can beat White Bear Lake. So I like that call. They're just deep. They're going to be really deep. They're not going to yeah, be hugely talented, but I think you're right. That's not a bad pick at all. Yeah, I guess this is some proof that I actually listened to you because I've heard you say, you know, over the past couple of years that Taylor Hill has a great young group coming up over the past past few years, and that, now they're finally starting getting, getting to the high school level, and you can look at what they have playing back. They've got Helgeson. They've got Oberly. You just committed. Uh, there's a decent group there. Not overwhelming necessarily. They'll be, I think, on the young side, but there's plenty of talent. All right. I want to hear number 10 before I disagree. Sure. White Bear Lake. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, I would have had White Bear just a hair ahead of Hill Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah. think like, you go with the old seniors, right? Well, they have They have a really good senior class. They got a couple of really nice sophomores that are going to really fill out a, a, a really potent offensive lineup there. Question mark though, can they fill Bob in those shoes? Yeah, I don't know exactly who their goaltender is going to be, but they had a kid named Conkle who was who was in their program. Who was okay. a, he was a Bantam Elite kid, so he's. I don't think there's that's going to be a huge drop off. But Prano was a good goaltender. Very that, good. That's why Very I said good. That. No doubt about it. So. I think White Bear was a, a hair ahead of Hill. Hill's got just too many question marks uh, defensively after number five. You know, they got like three or four guys yeah. up front. But there's just too many, too many holes there. I don't know what's going to come in a goaltender yet. No. Too many holes where way too much has been proven by White Bear Lake in this group. So yeah, that, that's just my take. But I, I, I don't think we're that far off. Yeah, I guess my, my counter to that would be okay. That may be the case now, but we, when we get to a playoff game in late February, who, who do you trust there? Who do you trust to get it done? I, I, no <laughs> argument from here. No <laughs> argument. No, I don't trust the water. <laughs> don't trust the water. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to go section by section, double A. So can we just skip one and go to two? You know, Please? to be honest, I did not write a lot on section one, double A. What is there to write? Well, I, I think you do have a couple – very good players. I think you have in Lakeville North, Garrett Daly. Well, that's fine. I'm talking about anyone besides North and South. Is there? Is, there's no one to talk about. Do you want to talk about Owatonna? No. Nope. Talk no. about Owatonna. No, I don't want to talk about Owatonna or, or Century or... Or Dodd County or um, no. Mayo? No. No? No. Okay. Poor well, Owatonna. Then it's just a, <laughs> well, I, I think you look at the Lakevilles this year, and it's really what they lost, Okay. Lots. Lots. North lost Ennebeck, Pearson. South lost Delora, S, Malinsky, Checo. They lost their core pretty yes. much. So, really, I look at 1AA, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, is this a section that's going to be hovering around 500 come tournament time? Yeah, because yeah, our teams will struggle in the South Suburban. Yeah, we're back to the days where the 1AA, 
it's really a battle between North and South that, you know, with 12 or 13 wins probably. <laughs> I just remind you guys of your high school years when they were below 500 going to the state tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Beat a team like Duluth East. That team is actually good. Come just on. Just close. The close, close. <laughs> close, close. <laughs> still, <Anyways>. hurt. still hurt. Still <laughs> hurt. Um, but this is about all I have for one double A. I I think we'll continue to talk about Lakeville North and Lakeville South throughout the season. But I think as it stands right now, there's not that much to talk about with one double A. I mean, like we said, Jake Olson, Garrett Daly, good players, good defensemen coming out of this section. After that, yet to be seen. Let's talk about two double A. Okay, I'm going to go team by team. Stock EP. Can EP respond? this year after losing Casey. Tony, what percentage of goals by EP were caused or Casey scored last year? I'd say at least 40, maybe 50. 52%. Yeah, that was close. So they lose 52% of their scoring. So who steps up for EP? Is this the year that we see Jack Jensen step up? Chris Conan. I mean, they they have Mm -hmm. plenty plenty of athletes there. They had a really good group of uh, sophomores coming up who went to state last year in Bantams. There's plenty of they'll they'll have nine really good forwards and they'll have at least four or five good D and they got a good goaltender. This team is in in my eyes they're a section finalist. They're better than I think they're better than Holy Family, uh, and they're this close, not as deep, not as fast as Minnetonka. And it'll come down to you know a goal. Just like it has many, many times in this section, or what the old six double A used to be. Carl, how much value do we have to put in the dark horse from New Hampshire, Coonan? I think we have to put a lot on him. I think he's got a lot of potential. We saw that this, this summer in summer tournament. Uh, good flashy player. I think he's a excellent addition to the team. And pairing him up with Jensen on the top line will really help and make sure that there isn't a drop off in their top line production, or not not a big drop off, I should say. So there has to be problems when you lose someone like Casey. <laughs> I think a big question mark here is Ryan Lesko. Um, he's been hurt all throughout the fall. He's got bad feet. Um, if he is healthy, he's a goal-scoring machine. He's been their best at this age level. He's been their best scorer all the way from squirts, peewees, bantams. He's been the leader of this team. If he's healthy, they have Conan and Jensen. Jensen and and uh, – Lesko played together in youth uh, back in in the off season, so they have a connection there. They have chemistry there. That will be a big question mark. If Lesko can come back and be 100, percent I think EP's the favorite. Okay, if EP's the favorite, that leaves Tonka runner-up in this section, in my opinion, right now as it stands. Now, is this the year that we've been prepping for Tonka? Yeah, this is definitely the year. And I still, when I say they're favorite, I like that is. A huge question mark is if Lesko or some of those guys can be healthy and connect with, with Conan and those guys, great. If not, I think Taka's it's their year as well. So, Carl, how much of a difference do you think this year as opposed to last year, it's Tonka, now that the seniors are all gone from last year and it's really the core from the youth coming up right now? Yeah, I think that they have a lot of potential and a lot of really untapped potential that we didn't see last year. You need to look at, you know, Talked about kids like Luke Lohide who had 12 points. You know, do you want to commit? And, you know, there's, there's so much potential here that I don't think we've seen the ceiling on. So I think that's 
really what uh, the new coaching staff is going to have to unlock here. And there's a whole world of potential that we saw occasional flashes of last year. Do you think a new head coach is going to help that situation? I think so, yeah. I don't think it's going to hurt. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, in my opinion, this this team has the best depth in this section. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah. By far. And I think next to Edina, they have probably some of the best depth in the state. No, no question. Like, top to bottom, I think they could throw out a fourth line that could skate with anybody. Yeah, this team reminds me a lot of that. Uh, Why is that a team that won state a couple years ago? They're going to be, they, they could play four lines and just run you right out of the ring. But these guys can score. Well, hey, they scored enough. They scored more than Eden Prairie did in the, in the, mo- the game the most that mattered. So uh, <laughs> I like this team. I really do. Okay. Well, then talking about one of the odd mans out uh, with this section, it's got to be Holy Family right now. Now, are there enough key losses right now that just make this team hard to just see? Uh, or no. is that just me? I, I, I see losses on D. They lose three D1 defensemen because Tabor will go committed, and Matt Anderson is lost due to graduation. Yeah. They lose a D1 goaltender in Jared Moe. Well, you said three, and then you forgot about um, Marooney. Marooney, was already, mm-hmm. he's already committed to Ohio State. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. But, I mean, they fill up a night. I mean, Michael Spinner is a defenseman who comes over from Minnehaha Academy. He made it to the national camp as a U16 player. I think that they're going to be pretty good on defense. Okay. I just don't think – you know, second, third line forwards are going to be able to hang with the Tanakas and EPs. Carl exactly. Langham, Prior yeah. Lake, for that matter. Here's one of my concerns. I, I think when Carl and I were watching them over the summer, they just didn't look deep in a physical a physicality standpoint. And I think Tonka and EP can be physical this year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luke Lohight is one of the most physical players. You, if you saw any Elite League games this year, this fall, you've Maybe a little too physical, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now, Carl, Carl, do you think this team is going to change from the defensive front that we saw last year to its high-scoring video game model of John Peterson and Shane Gertrude's type of scoring? Well, I think I could definitely see them turning that top line loose because they're going to have you know Ben Almquist and presumably Garrett Pino Nimi on that line. And so I think that line has potential to produce a lot, but I'm just not sure they have the depth players to just play fun and gun hockey. Okay. Well, talking about a team that might not have depth players, let's talk about another team in this section, the dark, darkest horse of all of this the whole year, Chaska. You haven't even mentioned Prior Lake yet. Uh, my notes on Prior Lake is all caps. I'm not talking about this team, and I'm letting them You've surprise been, me. Okay, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I still think that that's a team that's got three years of hockey players in it, three, a very deep group as well. That's had a lot of success throughout their their youth careers. I feel, still think it's a team you cannot just turn the button off on. Carl, you. Carl, just quick. They're qu- deeper than Chaska. I'll tell you that Carl, right now. Carl, quick question: When was the last time Prior Lake went to state? Uh, let me check here. That would be never. Oh, okay. How many good youth teams have they had? Like um, a lot or a little? I think I've, they've been hyped every year since I was in high school. So. That's why it's just it, I'm going to see them the first weekend, okay? I I'm not yeah. I just need to be bought on them right now, okay? Because they have not they have not sold me on anything yet. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying 
you just we just can't skip past Parlay and go right to Jaska because they got four D one commits. Okay, you, know, you get so you get people get so frazzled by these D one commits. They look good though during the elite league. Who Blaine Warren did? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Fine. You're not sold on Chaska. Hey, I think Chaska's got four really good hockey players on their team, and then after that, I think they got a bunch of real young kids. And if they're and this is Mike Kester's probably his last year. He's not going to play his senior year at Chaska. So if this is their year, they got to do it this year. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that there isn't. It's not all there. All the pieces aren't put. In, all the pieces of the puzzle are not there. This is not a team. I'm not even sure this team could win the Metro West this year. So I'm just saying. <laughs> so take your D1 commits and you know put them someplace else. I'm going to go win see Chaska. I'm going to see Chaska early in the season. We're going to see a lot of Chaska this year. I am for sure. So <laughs> I may change my mind on that. Okay. Um, anything else with two double A before I move on? No, but we can. I will say this as a programming note: New Prague is now in two double A. Good luck and shock, with Shockerby, those poor teams. Oh. Poor New Prague. Okay. I, I can't make any positive statements about their youth teams going to state. Either one. Okay, so let's move on to three double A. It's St. Thomas's section. No argument here. Should they be booking hotels at the yes. rooms? Book the rooms. St. Paul Hotel's booked up right now. Book the rooms. I mean, is there put, anybody put, that can compete with them? Put the chocolate mint on the pillow. It's over. No one in that section can compete against them. It's over. Who's number two? Eastview. Who's going to win this weekend? Uh, between who and who? Eastview and Jefferson. Well, that comes up in our prediction segment. I'll give you that later. <laughs> but I, I think it's going to come down to those two teams. And East, yep. Jefferson and Eastview? East yeah, because they both have a ton of seniors on their team, and I'm a big seniors guy. A nice young group coming up is Egan. They'll have a nice team this year. Don't well, lose any kids. They didn't lose any kids from their Pee Wee and Bantam teams that were good, uh, that didn't lose anyone to St. Thomas or any of those guys. I think that team would be pretty good this year. Rosemont's got a nice freshman. Yeah, because he's a D1 commit, right? So, <laughs> great. Well, they great. also have a new head coach, too. They have a new head coach, Rick Sainty. Yep. So. so, anyways, St. Thomas is going to be good. They're top to bottom, pretty solid. I look at St. Thomas, if they're going to make a deep run, they have to have third-line physicality or defenseman physicality this year. Yeah, they're not going to need anything in section play, that's for sure. No, <laughs> but it, and their goaltender is very good. Atticus Kelly has yeah. had a good elite league. I don't know. But oh, stop giving weird faces, Tony. Okay. <laughs> I can hype St. Thomas as yep. Carl will just hype. Hype them all you want, mm-hmm. just like your yeah. alma mater's football team. Just keep hyping them. Oh, keep hyping God. them. So the well, Cornhuskers are not having a good season. So. No, okay. All right, next four, section. Four double A. We kind of already talked about it. We talked about yeah. White Bear. You want to go more in depth on White Bear? No. Let's. Is there anything left in Stillwater this no, year? No. 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 Still waters they, even even parents of kids that age would say, No, this isn't gonna be our year. They're glue. They're glue guys. No, oh yeah, they're glue, <laughs> that kind of glue. But you know what? They got a pretty good they got they'll have a a, a good freshman this year. They'll have, have a couple kids that made it to the Nash Camp. They have Noah Tussie who's a division one commit, but even if he weren't a division one commit, I'd say keep an eye out for this kid. Because he's a he's a rock star. He's going to Minnesota. 
Yeah, but they have a lot of real good play, really good freshman, sophomore, junior class. So I think this is a probably a down year for Stillwater. But after that, watch out. They have some big-time talent coming up. You know, personally, mm-hmm. I think the Bears uh, are more impressive than the Pioneers right now in this section. Right now, but who said it? One of you guys just yeah. said it was late February. You know, who are you going to trust? And I, I'm with you, Carl. Uh, we'll believe it when we see it. You know, I wish this section final was played at the Coliseum because I think this would be a great section final if it was played there. Yeah. <laughs> You're also counting, counting on White Bear not to lose in the quarters, so you can't guarantee that. Just <laughs> right now. I know. So here's a question: Will if if White Bear Hill play in the four A four AA final, will White Bear request that the Hill Murray take their banners down? They always do. They, they always have they have to. They have to. Oh, it's I thought it was always rule. Stillwater just no, it's mandated. A rule. Sorry, I always thought it was a request by Stillwater. No, it's a section rule. All right, uh, five double A. This is this one's kind of interesting. I think there's mm-hmm. three. Well, uh, besides, I think now Centennial, but but the, there's Maple Grove and Blaine. Maple Grove and Blaine are have a ton of young sophomore junior talent that yeah. can could do some damage. You know, just really, did they do? Who is the best goaltender, Carl, in the section? Oh, it's easy, Maple Grove. Maple Grove, yep. Oh, so all three are pretty cool. Oh, so. sorry. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what. Joe Danninger, uh, he'd be a junior this year mm-hmm. at Blaine. Was one of the best goalies in our bantamweight league. He's been a top goaltender. He, and Allen's been a rocket centennial. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, I just think Hater of all the three is the best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, clearly. Right now, yeah. Now, here's something that I find curious. How many D1 commits does OMG's Bantam AA team have, Tony? They have two right now, and you could pretty much lump uh, Justin Janicki in the crew because his dad plays for Notre Dame, his brother's committed in Notre Dame, and he's arguably one of the – he's the, arguably the best eighth-grade hockey player in the state of Minnesota right now, so – where do you think he's going to school? You know, is he going to play college Michigan. hockey? No, he'll be going to Notre Dame too. So there's more Division One commits on their Bantam Double A team than there is on their varsity. <laughs> think about that. I think that's weird. I know. Well, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. But that being said, can Maple Grove replace the top end talent that they lost in Sam Hall? No, but I think that uh, next year they will. Okay. Next year, those, those three that I was just talking, those three that I was just talking about, they were the MVPs of our Blue Ox. I couldn't name one as an MVP because the other two are so critical to the team, and that's a special group. Not not just those three. There's six or seven kids that are in ninth grade right now that are just wowza. Let me tell you. Now, Carl, is the Blaine dynasty dead for like a couple of years? What do you think? I don't think so yet. I think uh, between Brzezinski and Hillman, they have a, another great one-two punch. That seems to be Blaine's deal. You know, just have two great players leading the team. Uh, there's some okay depth beyond that. So I think they're right right in there with Maple Grove and Tenniel. I'd put them third for now, but not far behind. No, I don't think their dynasty's dead. They had they were in the state tournament last year. They had a kid named Carson Rickles, who will be a sophomore this year. That class is really good, and the Brzezinski class of the, the 12th grade is decent, too. So, you know, I think that team... If someone said, "Yo, Blaine will make it to state this year," that wouldn't shock me. I mean, it wouldn't be like, "Whoa!" It wouldn't be like a Noka <laughs> from two years ago. Okay, it won't be that shocking. Well, Isaac was a good player. Yeah, I mean, they had a few good players, but not that deep. You know. <laughs> okay, let's talk about a deep team and move on to six double A. 
Deepest team in the state. No question. The Hornets. No question. Can anybody touch these guys? No. Carl? In the section? No. In, yeah. in the state. Unless why is that pulls another miracle? Yeah. <laughs> How about in the state, Carl? Yeah, I think there are teams that can compete with them. They won't be favored, but they can compete. How good is Demetrius Stone? He's good. I mean, he was the best player in the Elite League. If it wasn't him, it was Sammy Walker. So, like you talked about, we'll talk about Mr. Hockey here. Those are the two front runners to win Mr. Hockey. And I've always said that if a kid from Edina can't win it, and I still think I'm still standing by it. They'll, they'll, the Mr. Hockey Committee will find a way, or the voters will find a way <laughs> not to vote a kid from Edina. I'll put Mr. a sign Hockey. up in my front yard. Vote <laughs> not for Edina or something? You would? Yeah, like check you no. Even have a front yard? You no, no, but I, I could oh. hang a sign. Okay, all right. I could hang a sign. It okay, would look right. good. I could drive a window to the courtyard. Somebody else. Yeah. I could put it in Carl's front yard. Vote sure. for Worth. A vote for Worth <laughs> is worth your time. Sure, sure. <laughs> Anything else in six double A? I want to talk a little bit about Blake. Well, let's talk about yeah. Wyzetta first. Okay. Yeah, let's work our way I think Blake's more interesting than Wyzetta. Okay. Here's something yeah. uh, that I looked up. When was the last time there was a 2020 guy at Wyzetta? The 20 goal, we 20 could, assist. We couldn't name it. Carl had it. Who was it? Cap- Tony Cameron Easy. Yeah. It, it, so here's the fun fact is Coach Pat O'Leary has never had a 2020 guy. He's won a state tournament. Pat's a great head coach, but his system does not allow a Matt 20. Matt Freitag didn't have 2020? Max no, no, I don't think it was close. was not a 2020. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Mark Sendit was not I a 20. I knew that, too. But – they have never had a 2020 guy. It's yeah, I a think little this, surprising. This team is kind of an awkward fit for Wyzetta's style, too, because they have two players who can score, and that's really the strength of the team, but that's not their system at all. So I'm not sure how it's going to work out. Yeah, and, and they lose Tony's wonder kid. Grant Anderson. <laughs> and so you look at this team, they have Ness, they have Schmidt, but is you know, and they'll have great core physical tall players around them more than likely, and a good goaltender. And they'll play their system. So just to talk about a little bit of what Wyzetta's depth. I mean, they have just as much depth. I mean, as high you, end, yeah. talented, athletic kids. I mean, like their Bantam B teams. Not that this is really a big indicator for you guys, but their Bantam D teams at this age one state every year for like four straight years, which doesn't really say much, but it says that there's just a bunch of kids that are really good really hockey good. players. And like out of nowhere, you'll just find this, they'll have a six foot three kid who can skate and bruise you and play Pat system. And the next thing you know, Edina's looking at their D one commit list and they're down two nothing going to the third period of a section final. Mm-hmm. Playing into a trap. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> wait, wait, what just happened? They don't have any D one commits over there. And I don't, you know, yeah. and that's that it can happen. Yeah, it really can. Hats off to Pat O'Leary for having a good system that works. And it does. It really does. And, I don't think anywhere else in the state we can really say like a team doesn't have a 2020 guy, but they're they're contender, right? Every year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, you want to talk about Blake? Yeah. No, say Carl. Okay, I was just going to say before we move on to Blake, I want to give Creighton Durham Hall a little love too. I slipped them into my top 20 this year. I think that they quietly returned a lot of bodies from a decent team last year. They've got Mac Leeson. In of course, they have, they have a tough road in this section, but. 
in any other section, I think they'd be a serious upset throughout. Now, here's a question that I thought of. Does Mac Leeson's scoring ability give Creighton a step up on Wyzetta? Because Mac can put the puck in the net against any team, and he proved that last year. Does that his ability give that team a step up against a team that struggles to score? Well, first and foremost, Matt is hurt. He uh, broke his thumb in the Elite League, so I don't know when he'll be back. I mean, I'm guessing it's going to be December before he actually plays a game. But he'll be healthy by the season, by the end of the season. I, I think Blake and, and Creighton are, are a toss-up. And I, and I think those teams will make a run. And I think another team that's going to make some noise in this section is um, St. Louis Park. Yeah, mm-hmm. St. Louis Park had three kids in the Elite League, or how many kids? Uh, at least two, Atticus least two. and, and, and um, Luke. Um, sister. They had four. Four? Yeah. Well, Johnny, Mobley, I think they Mobley might have played Thornton. on the uh, CCM team. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I suppose that te- technically counts. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Luke Mobley, he's got a sister, Olivia Mobley, who's really good, oh, okay. too. So, yes, yeah, Luke Mobley and Atticus Roush were in the Elite League, and I think Johnny Sorensen played in the Elite League as mm-hmm. well in some capacity. I he's think he was good. their football QB, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a three-sporter. He's a great <laughs> baseball player, too. Um, but so I think St. Louis Park, they're not going to win the section. They'll, they could they could probably have the same fate they had last year, where they'll they'll win their first, they'll run their four or five game, and they'll run into Edina and and a buzzsaw over at Big like they did last year. But hey, hats off to St. Louis Park for you know keeping their kids and yeah. at SLP and having some success. I think this is going to be a good team. Well, and I think this team, this section is one of the deepest sections because then you have a Benilde team yeah. that we haven't even probably won't talk about most of the season. No, I think they're going to be good. They could. There'll be another team that could win the Metro West, and that's a decent little. It's not, you know, the it's not the Lake Conference. Let's not kid ourselves. But the Metro West is going to have some nice games. Okay, we year. can move on. Yeah, that. sure, Mister. Well, do you want to talk about one more? Is Holy Angels in your Metro West? No, they are not in my okay. Metro West. Here's a fun fact: Holy Angels has not won a session game since 2010. Wow. Who did their research on that? I did. Wow, you need a new job. <laughs> I love my job. My job is awesome. Wow. Holy mackerel. That's okay. some research there. So if Section 6 AA is, might be the deepest, I you could make a good argument that 7 AA is the deepest. No arguments here. Mm-hmm. Well, no, second deepest. I think that the best teams are 2 AA. Well, way deeper. If we had no, any... <laughs> It yeah, depends how deep you're going. Seven AA yeah. and two AA, two double two AA would win in a death match. Go ahead, Carl. Sorry, I'm just saying it, it depends how deep you're going to go. I, I'd take you know seven AA is maybe five and six teams over two AA's, but I think you know two AA's two and three are certainly better than seven AA's. Now, would we say the same in February? I don't think so. I don't know. I have no idea. I think that I think there's five good teams in in two double A, and I can't think of more than three or four in in seven double A. I mean, people are giving Duluth Marshall way too much credit. Well, let's talk about the other team from Duluth for okay. a couple seconds, okay? All right, who's that? I think it's Cloquet. No, no, it's not in Duluth. No, no, no. Uh, uh. Is that your I attempt at a, need, need me to at help a, you out here? No. 
Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you help? Okay. Us? It's, it's, they're called Duluth East. They're okay. Okay. Why are they just okay this year? Well, they only bring back basically everyone from a pretty good team last year. Uh, only had most elite leaders of any team ever. A couple de- decent things about them, but that's that's about it. You know, you can move on. Now, Carl, how much does this team need a hot start? I mean, they're already out Ian Meju for a couple of games due to injury. Does this team need to start hot so they have good mojo going into the season? No. I think uh, the best the best East teams actually struggle a little bit at the beginning. I think the teams that have been you know, truly elite talent that have been great that they've had over the years, like 2012, that started off like like world beaters, just taking care of everyone. Those, those that that honestly scares me more than them hitting some really bumps. Does good forward depth lead to good scoring depth for this team, Carl? This year, I think it should. I think there are enough experienced players that. We won't see as much of the, you know, running the the name cycle over and over again, and you'll see them punching in a lot more pucks and being more decisive. Who gives them the most scare this season at seven double A? Good question. I'm gonna lean towards Cloquet because of the rivalry factor, but I think Elk River can do it in the one one game. Marshall can make it interesting, so they won't have it easy. Well, let's talk about Elk River for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Tony, Tony, you like Elk River, right? Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. I... Even after graduation. Yeah, so let me give you a little history lesson in, in, from the youth ranks. Oh. You like those, right? Mm-hmm. This group, the, the Jax Murray group, um, Michaelis, that group was really successful all the way through. Scores, Peewee's bands all the way through. Um, and lost maybe in the state semis when they were Bantams. This group, the next year behind them, the Connor Bazal, Tyler Larson, that group, they were number one in the state going into regionals and got upset by Minnetonka, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think he, he Jefferson actually made it to state out of that region as well. So my my point being is, they were really good. I mean, and they had they had Jack Perbix, and they were they were just they they had a really good chemistry. This group is pretty talented. I'm not thinking there's going to be that much drop off from that year from from that year. So I, I think this team could be pretty good yeah. uh, come section time. They don't literally have nothing to play for. They just don't. I mean, they, they don't. You know, where the other group had so much hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got this team just right outside the top ten. I think they're, they they definitely have the talent to be right there. I, and uh, top to bottom, they probably give East the biggest test. I mean, it's just the eternal question of how they how well they do in Amsoil. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think that I think that's a good group, and then yeah. and then another one uh, going to Cloquet. Yeah, they're just super deep. You know, Cloquet's got they got nine forwards and four or five really good D. I think this is the team that can beat East. Mm-hmm. Carl, what's the scuttle on Cloquet? You know, they've <laughs> I think they have an excellent top line with Langenbrenner leading the way. Um, Decent D also. Yeah, it's a good deep team, but uh big question is going to be, I think, the new coaching staff and how things smooth over after a somewhat rocky offseason there. Does it matter wins and losses for this team at the end of the season for Cloquet? Uh, they just I'm, care about one game in Amsterdam. Well, the thing is they have to make it to that game, so that that part has to matter. I mean, it's, it's not they can't just coast into the section final and hope for an upset there, so they have, they have to make it. 
Now, let's take about 20 minutes and talk about Grand Rapids because I want to. <laughs> well, that would be a really boring, <laughs> boring session on this show. Well, with Blake not coming back, with Blake McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin not coming back, I mean, how far does this team get set back? Like Stone Ages, or what are we talking about here? It's yeah. Are they? Would they even come out of Section Seven A? No, not even no. close. No, no. Section Seven A no. has Herman Tower. They're going to lose the Greenway this year. You think they're going to lose the Greenway? That's They'll lose the Greenway. That's. I was going to ask you that. You think they're even going to lose their opener? Mm-hmm. First week of the season. Yeah, I plan to be at that one. Um, okay. I don't really have anything else to talk about with oh, you Rapids. Skipped, you skipped Andover. Oh, I forgot about your Andover Huskies. Yeah, and yeah. we haven't talked about Marshall yet either. Yeah, we can, well, I've already said I was I'm not yeah, all not that. No, I just don't think Marshall has done that great a job of attracting kids some of the top on kids from Duluth to come to their school. Well, Levi Stauber yeah. isn't stopping kids. Actually, he's not he's even from kid. Duluth. He's yeah. from Hermantown. Well, That's good job, Marshall. <laughs> yeah. So, no, he, I'm, I'm yeah. just talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about Andover. They gave, they gave uh, actually Rapids a, a tough game up at IRA in the sections last year with a yeah. pretty much anemic team compared to what they're going to have this year. This team, their their senior class isn't strong, so that's I don't think they're going to state. But I think they had a really strong sophomore class and a decent junior class. I think Andover's got enough talent to cause enough people trouble that you just can't write that off, write that mm-hmm. first round section game off. I think Andover will be a team that we'll talk about later in the season that teams will beat that will go, well, this team is qualified as a good team because they beat a team like Andover. Correct. Correct. Um, okay. Anything else on Section 7 AA? No. Yeah, I think we have to talk with 8 AA. And, well, there's one team to talk. Yeah. Okay, fine. I won't do my comments on 7 AA. No. <laughs> no, I, 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 have, I have some more comments on 7 AA, even, even if Tony was done. Oh, so. okay. Well, <laughs> what, what do you want to say about 7 AA? Carl, would you like to use up some of the 19 minutes remaining from Danny's Grand Rapids stuff that we cut him off on? <laughs> yes, I would. Um, well, actually, no. Not, not, we're not talking about Rapids anymore. Sorry. But I do, we'll talk touch on Marshall a little bit. I had a chance to... Uh, Especially do some interviews with the Marshall players. I did a piece for Tim Colomine's breakdown book on this Marshall team, and they're an interesting group because they have a very good top unit. I think like a, the, oh, yeah. the two stopper cousins, Grannis, um, got Krenzen in there. It's like a great, you know, top five. Like, I think can compete with anyone in seven double double A. And they return a lot of players from the depth. You know, the depth players, they're not maybe going to put up huge points, but they're at least experienced. I think goal contending is going to be a question, but they're not a bad team at all. No, I don't think they're going to be. I just don't think some people have them as the two got two slot. I'm like, I think oh, they yeah. okay no. is way deeper than them. I got them around like four. They could be three or four. I think George Granis is speaking. We talk. We'll get to the class A. George Granis was a key member of the Orono Bantam eighteen that won the state three years ago. So mm-hmm. he was really good then. He was great in the elite league. So I'm not disrespecting Marshall. I just don't think they're deep enough to be a. And they double have a, a chance to contenders. prove themselves in the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. They'll play East this year. Okay, 8AA. Moorhead. There's less to talk about in 8AA than there is in 1AA. Really? Really. Wow. Wow. So, Moorhead's oh. just your team top to bottom. Not even close. I think they have the best defenseman in the state. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one of them. No. I I, I will argue better than 
Brinkman. I oh no, I, I think they're Bridget, the same. They're in the same. I put them in the same. You have O'Connell, um, Ranklev. Then who am I missing? Who's the that's Stats. That's, Stats. That's the person that nobody Lestra. looks for. On I mean, the ice just, on that line. just keep going. I mean, that Hinkemeyer Howe. I mean, they just that team is so deep. Yes. And the nice part Tyler about Clevin, Moorhead comes down to the Metro. They're going to be seasoned by the end. Of the, you know, they play in your opener tournament. Mm-hmm. So they play in our tradition hockey for life classic. How many is, more names does that tournament need to have? Just, hey, you worry about your own tournaments. I'll worry about mine. Okay. <laughs> um, Bemidji. I like nope. I liked Fitzgerald in yep. that. Sure. I thought he was he could be a Frank Brisbane candidate. Mm-hmm. St. Michael, what do they have? They'll, it's one of those senior-laden teams, but they're not going to be as good as Moorhead. The team that I think is the best, second best, not Brainerd. even close, is Brainerd. Yeah. Brainerd, yep, yep. Brainerd's got a really good junior class, and with with all with the triplets, they have a great senior class with Jack Evans and Matt Fisher. This is a yeah. good team. I mean, yep. it, it could be the old one game deal, like the Wyzetta. Hey, Moorhead should not look past Brainerd. Just should not look past them. Do they have defense this year? Oh, they have. Yeah, they have good defense, but I just don't think it's going to be a. You know, there, it'll be a high, it'll be a high-scoring affair. Let's put it that way. Rozo, they have a D1 player this year. Um, they got a few nice players. Um, yeah. Had Helgeson stayed there, they would be as good as Moorhead. That's a good team. Um, not as deep as Moorhead. So I'm going on depth and overall. I I still don't think Rozo's there. They could be in the section final. They were a year ago. You know. Yeah. Which would be a fun section final to go to end up being in Thief River or something. That would be oh. cool to go to. Yeah, if it's on like a Wednesday. Now the problem Thursday. is there's only two section final nights. You know, you, there's three. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, forgot about four double A and their special little section final. I don't know. <laughs> no, because you're forgetting the Class A teams that play on that night not too. Not counting yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, I'm not counting those. Oh, this is okay. our double A conversation. Okay, right fine. Okay, anyway, we're gonna break break our double A. That's all of our double A topics. We'll discuss it more in detail as the season goes on, but let's talk about, I wrote up a quick Mr. Hockey list. So just as a qualifier, this is Danny's list, not mine, not Carl's. I do not endorse okay. this. <laughs> Qualifying that. I approve this message. Right. So my point is, I'll be on the phone with someone and I'll oh, you totally like this guy. And I'm like, well, I didn't say it was my list. Well, I, I like Levi Stauber. I think Levi Stauber, Michigan Tech commit, Duluth Marshall kid, including section play. This is all points, including section play. 27-23 for 50 points. He's going to put up that again this year in a good section. I think Levi Sauer deserves a nod for this. You guys are shaking your heads. I'm not shaking my head. I'm, this, is your, this is your list. Okay, fine. Ray Christie, St. <laughs> Thomas Academy, Colorado College commit. I think Ray's going to put mm-hmm. up a lot of points this year being on the top line with his brother, Matsui. If I were making a list, Ray would be on my list, so I would agree with that. Um, Sammy Walker, Minnesota commit from Edina, probably one of the best players in the state. And he's an NHL draft pick. Already. Already. Mm -hmm. No argument. His linemate, Demetrius Kumatsis. Really good. That's good, Danny. I practice you there. got it. Yay. Um, Arizona State commit. No, <laughs> thank you, 
Carr. No, no stats last year because he's new to the high school scene. And if you haven't seen him yet, get ready because he's going to break out mm-hmm. like crazy. Jack Olson, Lakeville South, uncommitted, but had eight goals and 19 assists last year. I think uh, you know we look. Uh, this senior class does not have a lot of good goal uh, defensemen. No, not Marquis. That's Marquee. for sure. And it's so, either him or Lemaster. One of those guys will be a. Uh, Mr. Occupants, because they can't have 10 forwards, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and those are the two well, best. Well, and Brady seniors. Zemer. Yeah, Zemer too, yep. Sorry, so Brady Zemer, Holy Family, going to St. Cloud. I, he's one of the top senior defensemen, obviously, left remaining on absolutely. Holy Family. Absolutely, absolutely. Carter Renclaff, who we just talked about from Moorhead. Did you see the tweet today about his decommit? Yeah, from he decommitted State? from Arizona State. I know a couple yeah. of schools that are D1 that have been asking around about him, so I, that doesn't surprise. I wasn't surprised when I no. heard that. Could you see Demetrius decommitting? No, Possibly. he's got Arizona. Because he played he, down in Phoenix. He's got, he's got, he's got some in Arizona. Yeah. So, so a little less, I'd be more surprised if that was the case. Yeah. Um, Luke Lowheit, Minnetonka, I think he's going to score more points than 13, including section play last year. Um, I wouldn't have him on my list yet. Based solely on what you just said, I mean, uh, you know, the, I could find 40 or 50 more kids who have more than 12 points that are coming back. Lucas yeah. McGregor. Oh, absolutely. Yep. For Centennial, he's uncommitted right now. And then my Class A love only goes to one love. Hermantown. Waddy. Waddy. Yeah. Tyler yeah. Watkins, uncommitted, but he had 50 points, including playoffs last year. So mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be hard to keep him off the list. Yeah. I, I, they're going to have a good team this year. Yes. Uh, what? Hermantown's going to have a good team? When do they ever do that? Okay, Carl, you broke up a little bit there. No, I'm um, <laughs> Who did I miss you guys? I don't think you really missed on a lot. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. I, I listed on the forum the other day uh, just some guys that I think because their teams will do really well, and then they'll go, that team did really well, you know. Why did they do well? You know, I, I think that Kumatsis and Walker are already on the list. You can put them, we can yeah. put them up on the board right now. Those two yeah. are, are a lock to be on the board. Um, I, I put some sleepers on there, like I put Nate Bordson from Eastview. What if Eastview wins the South Suburban, and they're the number two seed, and they maybe have to big up, they win some games they shouldn't win, right? Like they beat St. Thomas, or they're in the top ten all of a sudden. Well, he's going to be their guy, right? So, same with Hayden Brickner. So, if, if he wins, if 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 they uh, beat Diner, or they're number one in the state, you kind of go back to this list of ours last year. We're taking guys that are off of, you know, Nikki Lieberman. Would yeah. if they were number eight in the state last year, and they were, you know, he would not have made the list. Uh, uh, right? But Nikki was drafted in what round? No, I, I'm just saying. Okay. In late January, they had, you know, ripped off like 18 in a row. Since Casey said relax. Right, right. So mm-hmm. that's why Nikki Lieberman was on the list. Yeah. My point is you got to look at, kind of project out and go, okay, some teams are going to do really well. They're going to get two guys on the list. You know, Hermantown had two guys on the list. Their team did really well, right? you got to yeah. figure in those teams. So I think Brickner might be one of those kids that has that kind of year. Okay, um, I agree. What's next, Tony? Next on the list, we're going to go to our uh, our top ten for Class A. Before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about our sponsor, the Red and Black League. The Red and Black League is a spring and fall league uh, put on here in the Twin Cities for players that aren't going to be in the Elite League. We've talked a lot about the Elite League. It's a great league for guys that uh, are looking to play a little no-check hockey league. 
Uh, kids that are playing multi-sports like baseball or football, great league for them to play some games on the weekends or weekdays. Uh, Red and Black League is our, our sponsor this year on the show. Thanks to them for uh, their support of our show. Sweet. Carl, you got a Class yeah. A top ten. I did kind of come up with a Class A top ten. Don't count on this every week, but for preseason, we'll roll through a few teams here. Uh, okay, kind so. of rapid fire this one off. Sure. Number one, Hermantown. Surprise. Number I two. love that pick. St. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud Cathedral. I like that one, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Number three, Alexandria. like that one. Four, Orono. I like that one. Five, Matamidi. Yep. Silence. So. <laughs> Six, no, East I Grand like Forks. I think they're a lock. I think they're a lock. Yeah. yeah. Go to state. East Grand Forks at six. Yep. Now, now is where it starts to get a little more interesting, though. Seven, I'm playing in Warroad. Ooh. Yeah. They return a lot, Bantam, of, a lot of people. Their band of team has gone to state the last three years. Mm-hmm. These group, this all, all three of these classes have all gone to state. I want War Road in state because then I can find somebody to go get a War Road jersey off of. There you go. There you go. They okay. Beat someone up in the back alley and steal a jersey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number eight, I've got Greenway. I don't uh, like that one. It's a young and interesting team, but has potential. Uh, nine, got Sartell. like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. And ten, Breck. There's still something left in the tank there. And new head coach as well. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can tell you guys were during the before the show, just for our listeners, before the show we were talking about Breck. And uh, these two went to high school uh, in the Tyson-Fulton days, right? A little bit before that. Right, right. Yeah. So, and you're just like, Tyson Fulton Brack, all you know. I, I, this I is not, consider it the Blake Wheeler This is not years. the Blake Wheeler, Tyson Fulton Breck, okay? I'm just saying that right now. This is not a very deep team. I think they'll be lucky to be in the top ten. Now, if we go down section by section, who comes out of 1A, you guys? Mankato West? I have no idea. Lord, Lord, maybe no. Lord. I mean, really, I'm not trying yeah. to be like a, a little. No. I, I don't think no. there's any really appreciable number one. And and since they moved Northfield out, who I think is going to be pretty good this year, mm-hmm. maybe Red Wing. I don't know. Yeah. Or yeah. no, I see coming out of two with two A. Or Maunawasaka yeah. will be good. Okay, they have a good goaltender. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. Um, three A. Laverne brings a good group. Laverne. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Worthington around Lake Brewster could win this as well. No, no. I'm going Laverne. Matamidi out of four. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, who's good in five? <laughs> Six is going to be a good second oh, final. So good. Uh, the semifinals going to be good. Fergus? Yeah. No, the semifinals are going to be – one of those semifinals are going to have to play somebody good. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it, one of them is going to have to play Cathedral is going to have to play Alex or Sartell. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's going to be a good section semifinal there. The MAC is going to be a fun place to be had. Yes, it will be, and we will have somebody there. I'm proud to say that. I love that. <laughs> um, seven, seven A. It's Herman Towns, but Greenway could do yeah. some weird things by the end of the yeah. season. And Virginia's in there too, I think, as a two or three seed. We, I might make a road trip with you this year. Yeah, you're going to go to – you're going to see Miners. You won't see Memorial Building because Miners is Friday and Memorial Saturday. It's Miners Memorial. Yep. 
and yeah. then Memorial is in Hibbing. Yeah. 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 And then um, War Road out of eight with EGF. Or EGF. One of those two. Yeah, that's a flip. Two horse race. Uh, yeah, I think that EGF is a little deeper. I really do. A little more high-end talent. Okay, yeah. that's our Class A. Love it. Love it. Now we're streaking into the games of the week. It's not really the games of the week because it's next week. Well, we're not going to do another show. No. This one's long enough. Very much long enough. Very too long enough. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Tony, what games do we got? Uh, well, the games, are we doing the pick'ems or just talking about some of the games? Let's talk about some stuff? of the games and then right. we'll jump so into just the go In general, you got yeah. the turkey trot, which features four teams in a tournament fashion, meaning they'll play each other. No guarantee who the second game is. Uh, it's going to be Holy Family, Dinah, and Maple Grove, and Wyzetta. Yep. Uh, Maple Grove, Wyzetta will be one of our pick-ems, so, so we'll let's... talk a little about that. That should be good. You're going to go to that game, right? I'll, I'll be there on Friday night. I'll be at pick. Um, but I think we're all in consensus that we should see Dinah win. Yep. And probably by a couple of goals over oh, Holy yeah. Family. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to the pick on Friday, you're going to see probably why Edina is the number one team in the state. Playing on the new sheet of ice at pick. Non-Olympic yeah. size. Non-Olympic, right? Hooray. And then, uh, Carl, where are you going to be Thanksgiving? Are you going to be out of town or are you going to be watching games up north? I'll be traveling, so not in Minnesota. Okay. But I'll, I may try to watch some live streaming games, which I hear there are a few of. So. Well, there will be plenty of those. Mm-hmm. Speaking of live streaming games, great segue there. Uh, our tournament, the opener, uh, will have Lakeville North, Moorhead, Minnetonka, and St. Thomas Academy. St. Thomas Academy gets, you know, thrown to the fire right away. They play Taka, and and they play Moorhead. Strength of schedule, all about it. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good uh, opener for them. If they yeah. can go one and one, I will believe them to be a good team. Oh, they're going to go two and zero. Oh wow. Well, I'm glad those aren't all in the pickums. <laughs> so those games will be live streamed on YHH. We have some fun things in store for the fans uh, at that game as well. I won't release all of them. You have to come to the game to see what we're going to do. It's bum, bum, bum. Good stuff. But there's also some really good games too. Uh, Orono and East Grand Forks. So we just got done talking about. Yep. They play each other on Friday. That's one of those. I wish I had three bodies to go yeah. to be in all three places uh unfortunately i'm running a tournament uh running a youth tournament and this event all at the same time <laughs> and the badgers and gophers are playing i mean i literally i just it's gonna be crazy Football's dead to me it is when your alma mater loses by 30 the gophers <laughs> all right uh and then lakeville south prior lake south suburban conference kicks things off and then uh, we want to talk a little bit about that Edina Holy Family you've already kind of talked about. Yeah, uh, I, is there anything more to be said with that? No. I'm kind of curious to see Edina's goaltending because that's something that we haven't talked about, but how many shots are there going to be really on this goaltender all season? Ten or less. Yeah, every game. Every game. Especially in Edina. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Well, that was a good one. That's an inside joke for those not listen, haven't listened long enough. That I've never, we've never seen a Dyna team get outshot in Braemar at Braemar Arena ever. It's never it's happened. Never happened. It's not allowed. Happened this year. Not allowed. The streak is alive. The lights have to be on the banners, and the shot counts have to be right. It's just that's everything's. Right. Correct, Ebraymark. All right, we're down to our final segment, the uh, infamous Pickums. I win pretty much every time, so okay. um, only when the record gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, so we'll start. I'm get to, I get to go first because I put my name down first. I wonder how that is. We're going to go St. Thomas Academy, Moorhead. St. Thomas Academy, Moorhead. I know what Danny's going to go already. I'm going to go Spuds. And, Carl, you're up next. St. Thomas. Wow. And I know what Danny's going to say. St. Thomas, think, right? I think speed of St. Thomas um, and scoring line depth. I think St. Thomas will be able to match one for ones pretty well, and I just I think we're going to get around um, Frisch a couple of times. Okay, especially um, at this point of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Second game is Maple Grove and Wyzetta. Carl, you're first. Danny, you're second. The good one, but I'm going to go Maple Grove. Maple Grove, do you want to? I'm going to go a five to three Wyzetta. We're going to go wise that out. That means I can pick either one. I love that. I think I'm going to go wise that out as well. I just have a feeling that wise that is going to – they always come into the season hot. They they hit their midseason lull around Swans Cup. They always come into the season hot, and they come in with physicality, which is hard to match in an opener game. All right. Uh, Danny, you get to pick this next one first. This is Eastview and Jefferson. Eastview. Eastview. Now this is great. So I get to go next. Do I take the uh, um, hometown kid? Do I take the hometown kid here, or <laughs> we're all being overplayed? Do I go against the hometown kid and make Carl pick the hometown kid? Are you sleeping in the office? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll go with Jefferson. I'll go with Jefferson, and then Carl can have Eastview. Right, Carl? Or do you want Jefferson? I'll take Jefferson. I have faith, Tony. Oh, I like it. I like it. Jefferson favored by the two pundits from YHH. This is a very important game. Very important. Because this might determine section seating down the road because they don't play each other the rest of the way. No, and did you know that Eastview's been eliminated the last two years by Jefferson? Jefferson. Section play. Just, I'm trying to remember something. Who eliminated Jefferson? East Grass Forks versus Orono. Did you say something, Danny? No, I was looking down on my paper and heard some mumbling over there. Okay, East Grand Forks and Orono. That's that Friday night tilt, which I really wish I could be at. Um, I go first. So I'm going to go. I'm going uh, Orono. They're my team this year. They'll be my uh, featured team on uh, Game On this year. I have a little something up my sleeve. So they're my squad. I'm going to pick Orono all the okay. time. So I'll go Orno. Anyone and Carl, you're up. You want East Grand or Orno? I'll force Danny to pick East Grand and take Orno. You get East Grand. No, I'm not picking East Grand. You have to. No, I don't. Ride the wave. East Grand. (laughs) Orno. All right. So then um, you get to pick first this time. Yes, because you guys skunked me. Yep. And then you get oh, and you get St. Thomas and Tonka. St. Thomas and Tonka, if you're going to make it, this game is always exciting. Yeah, so fast. <laughs> this is a speed so demon game. I, this game probably is the most toss-up. I'm more worried about this game as a cadet fan than the Moorhead game because anything can happen in this game. Yeah, so you're going, you're going St. Thomas, yeah, obviously, right? Yeah. And then I think I'm going to go Tonka just for the, the, just for the argument's sake. Cool. Uh, how about you, uh, Carl? You want Tonka or St. Thomas? I will take Tonka. All right. You, you, Carl and I are uh, dead heat on three out of the five. 
Good. All right. So what then a... I will be leading this pick'em. Yeah, say that more like a robot next time. <laughs> I will be leading this pick'em. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will surrender. <laughs> yes, we will. All right, for uh, Carl East up in Duluth, thanks for joining us today, Carl, Danny, and myself. Thank you to our sponsor for the season. Looking forward to a great season. Uh, Red and Black League. Uh, we really appreciate their sponsorship for our show. We'll see you guys around the rink. When it comes to hockey, nobody can stop me. My high school team, I was playing on the top three. Now my son is scoring piles. He 